0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've got a story here sent to me by almost everybody, uh, and it started coming in a couple of days ago, and it just kind of got buried amongst all the other things that got sent to me. But it's uh, an interesting case, and now it's before the Supreme Court, so uh, this is a great time to talk about it. From Fox News, Ethan Barton wrote this, California County bills man $23,000 to build a home on his own property. Now the Supreme Court will decide the case. Here's the deal. The guy wants to build a home on his property. They go, oh, there's a permit fee for that. Okay, how much for the permit? $23,000. Why not a million dollars? Why not a gazillion dollars? Can they just make up numbers? So the man spent 50 years in construction, saving up his money, and he bought a vacant lot not far from Lake Tahoe and planned to build a house there for his retirement. But he went to get a building permit He was issued an unexpected traffic impact mitigation fee for over $23,000. County legislature created the fee a few years earlier to help pay for road work. And he said, that's when I started to get pissed off. I said, this is ridiculous. He's built homes throughout his life, so he's familiar with the typical administrative processes and costs. They said, well, you don't have to build here. Go someplace else. So he'd already put a down payment on a manufactured home, so in 2016 he paid the fee. But soon after, he sued the county, arguing that the fee amount wasn't proportionate to the actual impact his project would cause on the roads. So his attorney said Mr. Sheets thought that this was outrageous, that the small 1,800-square-foot manufactured home wouldn't cause anything like those kinds of traffic impacts. What the county did to Mr. Sheets was fundamentally unfair. The county asked him to pay for pre-existing deficiencies on a highway and local roads as a condition of issuing him a permit. They asked him to pay for traffic impacts caused by others and developments like retail, development, and office development. Why should he have had to pay for those pre-existing deficiencies and for those impacts caused by other uses? And by the way, there are businesses that will suddenly cause a huge influx of traffic. And I've done stories about that before. There's a famous uh, fast food restaurant. When they come to town, there's often lines not just around their building and out their parking lot, but into the road. So they have to actually talk about mitigating like traffic issues. But those are legitimate concerns because they actually happen. If some guy is going to put a, a small home on a piece of property in a residential area, the addition of the one home is not going to add the same kind of traffic problems that The fast food place will, for instance. So after a seven-year legal battle that included two rulings against him, his attorney argued his case before the Supreme Court earlier this month with attorneys from the Pacific Legal Foundation. Now, I like the Pacific Legal Foundation also. They do a lot of the same work that the Institute for Justice does. Uh, They don't pop up quite as often in the news that I look at, but they do good work. And they heard this story and they got involved. So the man says, I never dreamed we'd ever get to the Supreme Court, to be honest with you. I just wanted to fight the fight because I knew what they were doing was wrong. The county argued that its fee was needed to pay for road maintenance and is similar to other local government fees that fund parks, police departments, and other services. So they said that the government has every right to collect revenue to bankroll the services, uh, but this attorney says the way the county is doing it is illegal. And by the way, like, so you're, you're new here. Pay $23,000. How much is the person next door who's not new here, how much are they paying for all those various services they're talking about here? So the county didn't bother to tie the fee of $23,000 to the actual impacts of his project. They're instead using him as a revenue raiser. The county's deputy chief administrator has declined an interview request for the story but provided a statement to a local TV station Before the case went, the Supreme Court saying the outcome of this case could have nationwide ramifications on how local agencies fund the cost of providing needed public infrastructure, such as roads and firefighting equipment. County fees under attack have already been upheld by the California Superior Court and California Court of Appeal, which confirmed that the county complied with all applicable requirements for the imposition of development impact mitigation fees. Now, under the Constitution's takings clause, the government is permitted to seize property, including money, though there are certain conditions that must be met. The county's fee is unconstitutional because the amount doesn't consider how much a project will cost the government and because only new development applicants are funding service that the public at large uses, according to the attorney for the man here. So he's saying, look, if, it's, if, if this guy's got to cost $23,000, just to build his home here. Uh, what are they charging the other people? Because he ain't the only person using the road. So is this proportional to actually what he's doing? The county's fee was based not on any impacts caused by him. They just wanted him to contribute to prior road deficiencies related to roads nearby the house. That is unconstitutional, he said. In other words, the county needed to either put the financial burden for the roads on all taxpayers or calculate the financial impact of this man's project and charge him appropriately, according to Beard. And that would be some kind of proportional thing, okay? Instead of raising taxes on the general population, which is very unpopular, the county instead found a way to just target a select few within the county. The county argued that determining the cost on a case-by-case basis would put a major burden on governments. Well, <clears throat> but everyone gets taxed. You get property taxes, right? And so are you telling me that once somebody builds and they paid their double secret fee here, that you never get any more money from them? So there's your problem. But how do you spread the cost out over everyone fairly and equally? Meanwhile, the lower courts sided with the county because these fees were issued by the legislative body and not the executive branch. But the attorney says it doesn't matter who imposes the fee, whether it's a bureaucrat uh, or a legislative body, it's all the same. A taking is a taking. Every American should want his or her rights protected against violations by the government, regardless of which branch of government does the violation, he said. The attorney worries that if the Supreme Court rules in El Dorado's favor. Governments nationwide will be able to impose fees for land use without oversight from the court, allowing them to hold permit applicants over a barrel. And like I said, $23,000 today, it could be a million dollars tomorrow. And, and by the way, that's, one of the things that you have to worry about is what if a community decides, you know something, we're big enough. We don't need any more people here. We don't, we don't need any more buildings. We don't need any more houses. We don't need anybody else. So somebody's had a piece of property They bought 20 years ago. It's been vacant this whole time. And they decide, okay, I want to build on it now. And the community doesn't want them to build because, hey, we don't want more people here. So no, it's a million dollars for the permit fee. It's a million dollars. No one's going to pay that. So it won't get built. And so the people who live next door to the vacant lot can go, see, I get to enjoy that vacant lot. Look at that view I've got through that vacant lot. I don't want a house getting built there. And so you'd be able to, using draconian rules, control how the area develops. What that means is that the cost of general public infrastructure projects, which should be borne by the public as a whole via taxes, will now be borne entirely by new developments and new project applicants. But a win for the man will force governments to prove the fees they charge for land use permits is connected and proportionate to the impacts of the projects, according to the attorney. Average person has got to stand up, take a stand and say, hey, we're not going to put up with this crap anymore, said the man. (laughs) He told Fox News his body was in shambles after spending 50 years in construction. You're just uh, pissing money away. You're taking it from the working person. The average everyday working person is busting their rear end to survive and try to figure out a way to survive and retire comfortably, he said. You can't keep taking money from the working class that is supporting a country and screwing them. And that's his quote. So all of, those, all of those filthy words I used were his. The Supreme Court is set to issue a ruling probably at the end of June. I say probably because they do what they do, and we don't know for a fact when they'll rule, but they'll probably rule at the end of June. But... It boils down to a very simple question. Do they have the right to make you pull permits to build something within their municipality? Yes. Yes, that's been upheld for eons. And there's a reason for it. I know people say, Steve, you know something, my home is my castle. I should be allowed to build a shack, uh, a, a death trap of a shack on my property if I want to. And, you know, our society decided a long time ago, as have other societies, that It's in the best interest of everyone if your home is built to certain standards. And that will not only help you not get hurt when your house caves in, but it will also protect people who visit your house, and it will also protect future owners of your house. Because if that wasn't the case, that there weren't building codes and there weren't permits, when you went to buy a house, you wouldn't be able to just do a walkthrough inspection by some guy who walks through it for an hour and a half and goes, okay, here's what I found. You have to bring out like structural engineers and stuff to figure this stuff out. And so knowing that homes get built to a certain code and permits get pulled and inspections happen by third parties, that does benefit everyone. The question is, when they say you've got to pull this permit and it costs X number of dollars, what do those dollars represent? And I've built a home before. I can tell you that there's a bunch of different inspections that take place at different stages of the construction And they cost money. Now they weren't $23,000 a piece. (laughs) But a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. But an inspector would come out and look at something. And I had discussions with inspectors. I've talked to them about different building code requirements and so on. And the ones I dealt with were extremely knowledgeable. The stuff these guys knew, the stuff they'd look at, the stuff they'd spot. And for the couple hundred bucks the permit cost, yeah, it made complete sense. But $23,000, and their excuse is, well, it's for a traffic impact mitigation fee. You see, the addition of your homes, to this neighborhood is going to increase traffic so much that to fix that, it's going to cost $23,000. And I'd have to ask, if I was a judge, and I'm not, I'm glad I'm not, (laughs) I would say, counsel, have you spoken to your client about this? on behalf of the municipality? And he'd say, well, probably, Your Honor. What's your question? The question is, why $23,000? Why not $13,000? Why not $23 gajillion? where did you get the $23,000 from? That, where did that number come from? If somebody's building a house on the other side of town, on the exact same size lot, the same build, do they get charged $23,000? Or is this contingent on the road the guy lives on? Or, or is this what everyone, does everyone get charged this? Or are you guys making up numbers? Because the one thing I can tell you about the law, as a very, very general proposition, is the law is not supposed to be just random and unpredictable and just stuff pulled out of thin air, okay? So as you can imagine, there's a law written on the books someplace that says, yes, to build, you must get this kind of license or permit or what do you want to call it. You must get this permission that you pay for, And the amount of that payment will be determined thus. Okay? What does that rule say? Who determines it and how? And how did you get to $23,000? And the one thing I'll be interested to see is if anybody else went in to build a home at the same time this guy did in that community. And if they got hit with a $23,000 bill and if they paid it or they backed off. Because I wouldn't be surprised if part of this is them saying, well, you don't have to build here, go someplace else. Because they told that to this guy. And this very well could be that we're just, yeah, we hit him with a gigantic fee in the hopes they go away. We don't want more building here. And if that's the case, then obviously it's inappropriate. If it's just a number they yanked out of their um, thin air, uh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> and the $23,000 does seem a bit crazy. So we'll see what happens, but like I always say, when a case goes to the Supreme Court in particular, ask yourself the ramifications of the ruling because if the court says this is okay, you're going to see a lot of municipalities going, you know, we've got a hole in our budget. One way we can fill it is when building applicants come in and say we need a, a, a building permit that used to cost uh, $2,000. Now it's going to cost $20,000, okay? And we can fill that budget hole pretty quickly. Uh, well, you could if those people pay that fee, but it seems a little bit out of line. So, from Fox News, Ethan Barton wrote that. A lot of people sent it to me. California County bills a man $23,000 to build a house on his own property. Now, the Supreme Court will decide the case probably by the end of June, early July. Questions, comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin.